0: Coming right up, Straight Talk with Art Levine. Our guest tonight, Long Beach Mayor Robert Garcia, as we start our 25th anniversary season. Straight Talk is brought to you in part by the Port of Long Beach, a leader in international trade and environmental stewardship. And the Press-Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. And Scan Health Plan, for your health and independence. Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. This is the first show of our 25th anniversary season. We're very honored to have as our guest for the entire show the mayor of Long Beach, Robert Garcia. Mr. Mayor... Welcome to our show.
1: Thanks for having me and congratulations on 25 seasons. Thank
0: thank you very much. And we want to thank our audience and our sponsors and our guests for making 25 years possible. Uh, You've finished two years in office, Uh, Robert. uh, Give us a, a summary of what you think some of your major accomplishments were.
1: Well, I think if you look at where Long Beach is right now, there is a sense of optimism that the city is moving forward there's no question there are still challenges, the challenges that we've had for a long time. But I look at like the data and the data is pretty clear. Unemployment is low. It's actually lower than it's probably been in 10 to 15 years. Property values are up across the city. We have an increase of, of household income in most of our neighborhoods, especially in some neighborhoods that have long uh, standing poverty and have had poverty for a long time. Uh, we have new businesses moving in, higher business licenses, uh, which means more businesses bigger corporations also moving in. And so all those are really good things happening in the economic sector. And of course, the port will has continued to be a strong movement for us on the economy side. So uh, we feel good about the economy. We feel good about the city's commitment to, uh, to clean energy and to clean jobs and to the environment um, and the investments we're making. We're making historic investments in infrastructure. Uh, this year alone, we're putting more money into public infrastructure that we probably have, probably have in 30 to 40 years. And that's
0: with the passage of Prop A and B. Yeah.
1: With the passage of measures A and B, it's a historic investment in infrastructure and the largest public investment in infrastructure that the city is, has probably made in a generation. So those are all some very exciting things. There are still challenges, but we feel good about the future.
0: And one of the challenges, of course, is public safety. And uh, we've discussed this, I think, every year you've been on the show. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Long Beach is safer, as you've pointed out, than it was five years ago. But still, there's been an uptick, uh, particularly in some of the serious crimes and property crimes. And uh, what's your plan to address that?
1: Well, let me just first say that uh, crime and certain types of crime are actually increasing in every major city in California. So we share this with uh, San Francisco and Los Angeles and Oakland and San Diego and Fresno. And there have been some big changes to the way the criminal criminal justice system realignment
0: works. And realignment realignment
1: uh, a bunch of new uh, laws that have passed and more so our, bad
0: guys out on the street. There
1: are more to... folks that are that are out, and so our police department is working and trying to figure out new strategies and new ways to deal uh, with folks that are out. And we realize that when someone comes out of the prison system, uh, they need access also to services, job training, and support. And let me just interrupt you, because Sheriff
0: McDonald was on our show recently and he pointed out that unless they're given that support and opportunity, the only thing they know is in many cases is the life of crime and they'll revert to that if they're not presented with an opportunity to make a different choice.
1: That's exactly right and that's actually what's happening unfortunately with a lot of these cases and so us and the rest of the cities across the state, in fact, uh, certain types of crime have increased in, in almost every big city and almost every city in, 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 in California. When you look at, at, at cities over 100,000, uh, we're working with our statewide partners. We're working with the governor's office. We're working with obviously the police department. And again, part of the positive message out of Measure A is this is the first budget since probably 2006 or 7 where we've actually net increased police officers versus cut police officers. So we're actually increasing we're we re- re- establishing four divisions of policing. So eight
0: new officers are being patrol hired. officers, patrol. but it's not
1: more than that. I mean you're talking about a new commander, uh, support staff, eight patrol officers, and we're redeploying hundred and forty police officers that were in West Division to the new South Division which would be created to support the downtown area. and Maryland. that
0: was a one is the high crime area of the South Division.
1: But, uh, that South South Division is a is a huge challenge yeah. for us and so Uh, We're were hopeful that these measures and new tactics are going to be uh, positive for the city.
0: Well, it's uh, uh, encouraging that the city got a $600,000 grant to further communication between the police department and the uh, uh, community. And uh, uh, involved as I am with CCEJ, they've been asked to help administer that. Communication is so important between the uh, communities that are particularly affected by this and the police and opening up a dialogue before something bad happens is uh, a little insurance. So if something bad happens, there are at least those lines of communication open.
1: Absolutely, and I think what's really important is first that we support our police officers, and I do, and they've worked very hard every single day to do the best they can with the resources that they have. In addition to that is also understanding that yes, policing is changing and our police chief and our rank and file members talk about this all the time. Uh, We have to pay more attention and invest in police training and our police officers, uh, they wanna be the best they can be. And so what does that mean for us in Long Beach? It means we've done a variety of things. We've launched and are launching a a, a body camera pilot program. We're doing more training around mental health and homelessness. We have more non-lethal uh, types of uh, 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 measures that are now being um, introduced into the police department. And so we're doing a lot more to reinvest back into community policing and we hope that also strengthens the ties between our police department and the community. I think actually, in fact, our police department is very much supported by this community. Yes, they There's are. a sense of support and I want to make sure that we keep that.
0: And that's part of the Long Beach uh, DNA, if you will, this this uh, communication and interreaction between different groups. And I I know Chief Luna is very supportive of community-based policing, as Sheriff McDonald is, and when the sheriff was our chief, he too. So we will be back with more of this fascinating discussion after these messages. At the port of Long Beach, Come We're back, continuing our conversation with the Honorable Robert Garcia, Mayor of the City of Long Beach. Let's look to the future, Mr. Mayor. What are the challenges that you see in the next two years of your term?
1: Well, I think that the first challenge we talked about, which is always going to be public safety, just making sure that we continue to get uh, to get safer. But there's also a couple others that are some, somewhat related to, to that issue. Uh, the first is homelessness, and we we know that. Uh, homelessness continues to be a challenge across the state of california the governor has declared as you probably know a statewide uh, homelessness emergency declaration the county has done the same thing los angeles long beach we're all dealing with this issue of homelessness and it's something that is difficult for a variety of reasons one is in long beach right now what you're seeing is an increase in property value and uh, a slight also increase in rent. And that necessarily is uh, generally, I think, a pretty good thing, particularly for property owners. Uh, Their value is higher. More folks are moving in. We have a lot of young people moving into the downtown. But some people are
0: being pushed out because of the rent.
1: That's right. And so what we're we're trying to address is two things, Is, is one, understanding that we want a diverse mix of folks that live in Long Beach. We want people with disposable income and young professionals to live here, go to work here, and drive the economy. At the same time, there's been neighbors of ours, people that are in our community that have lived here for 20, 30 years uh, that are um, noticing these effects of this economic change and boom. That's and what's happening. the solution? Well, I think part of the solution is ensuring that we are uh, building quality workforce housing and affordable housing in, in, in the appropriate locations. Here's the reality. You're not going to build additional housing in East Long Beach. You don't beach. have the
0: right to live on the beach if you're at uh, at the bottom level economic.
1: Well, I, I think I think the issue really is is where you build housing. The truth is is that you're not going to build housing in East Long Beach because it's a suburban community. You you can only really build housing in areas that are already dense or built for density, like the downtown, like parts of Central Long Beach, parts of North Long Beach. And in these communities, we have to do a good job of building workforce housing. Do you know that if a teacher comes out of Cal State Long Beach with a teaching degree and marries another teacher, they can't, they afford can't even it. afford to buy a home? Yeah. So we're not just talking about folks that are low-income families. Right. We're talking about teachers can't even afford to buy a house in Long well, Beach.
0: Well, as a former teacher myself, God, Godspeed with that <laughs> effort. And get the salaries up a bit, too, while we're at it.
1: I always support uh, our teachers.
0: But, uh, uh, so it's the, the challenge of gentrification is what, what you've been addressing. But, but, you know, we've suffered budget shortages these last uh, many years, and we're coming out of it, as you pointed out. But the ultimate solution, uh, stepping back on a macro basis for our city's need for more public safety and more this and more that, is, as you suggested, economic growth, and grow, grow the tax base, and then it's, it's a win-win for everybody, and we're seeing that, and particularly, let's mention the new Civic Center. Speak right. to that for a moment.
1: Right, I mean, I think one of the things that's, that's driving this uh, uh, homelessness and housing discussion also is all the development that's happening in downtown. So we're building all these new condos and high-rises, the Civic Center and hotels, and, and that is creating a stronger economic core in the downtown. At the same time, it's uh, making us rethink and invest, ensuring that our seniors have places to go, and that we're really creating a community. So the civic center is exciting. The best part about it, quite frankly, is we're building an all, all uh, beautiful new library for the community, which will be this great new central library in the downtown. Of course, we have the new port headquarters and city hall, and private development along with the new park. So all of that is under construction as we speak.
0: I was there at the groundbreaking, very bit, excited. Very exciting. And you believe, and I share that belief that, and, met, and many others do too, that 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 will trigger development off site, off that property because of the big investment in making that downtown area look better.
1: And we're already doing it. I think uh, if you drive down through downtown today, there is no question it is uh, a, a stronger, uh, better place, safer place, uh, cleaner place than it was 10 years ago.
0: And uh, if this can continue as we all hope it will, uh, we then uh, uh, secure a stronger economic base for our city.
1: The truth, absolutely. People don't realize that every time we add a quality unit or property in downtown, that is long-term property tax base for the entire city so that we can hire enough cops trim trees, fix our parks, invest in, uh, in, in our uh, water systems. All of that is done through a strong uh, property ownership in, in the city. And if we can increase that, that increases the city's value.
0: And let's mention Douglas Park for a second, because there's a great example great of example. reuse of land, bringing high-paid jobs, uh, and uh, Mercedes has relocated across from Douglas Park. And... Speak to that for a moment.
1: Well, Douglas Park is a home run for Long Beach. Uh, We have attracted high-end and uh, quality uh, companies like Mercedes-Benz, like Virgin Galactic, a lot more that are coming. Uh, We are also building a really quality retail center and hotels on the site as well. So it's really a fantastic development. Uh, Sarish Regis, who is the group that's been developing the site, are great partners. And now they're developing some projects in downtown Long Beach. So there's a lot of exciting things happening uh, through uh, Douglas Park, it's a, it's a, it's a really a great project,
0: and we have an airport that's the lowest cost airport apparently in America as far as low fares. And equally importantly, people love that airport. What a brilliant design that was! That people who are deplaning actually pause to have a drink or eat. No one in my, in my entire life I've ever heard. Oh, let's stop at the airport before we get our luggage and get out. Everyone wants to get out, but there. Uh, it was such a fine design that it is very attractive to visitors and it's a great front door for our city.
1: People love the Long Beach Airport. It's a great place to fly in and out of. It's easy. Uh, it's, it's a great—that's I, I, where I try, almost try to take almost all my flights if possible. And we're going to continue to do some great work. We have Southwest, which is now at the airport. JetBlue has uh, expanded some of their, uh, their flights there as well. And so we have a very strong uh, airport system right now and we're very proud of it.
0: And very quickly, before we go to break, uh, your thoughts on the proposed uh, international terminal there.
1: Well, my position today is the same it's been since uh, we started discussing it a year ago, which is uh, we're in the middle of a a study Uh, over the course of the next few weeks. That study will be released to the public. Uh, I haven't seen the results of, of the study yet we, the city has not received the results yet and once we do we'll have a better idea of what the impacts would be of having an international terminal if it has any if there's any uh, damage or possible damage to the noise ordinance uh, and what the economic impact would be those are really important questions I think the most important thing in this discussion is protection of the noise ordinance uh, and no one wants to do anything that could cause any damage or potential damage to it
0: fair enough we'll be back with more of our show after these messages. make me wear my
1: bike helmet. taught me never to run with scissors. And to follow the swimming rules, you tell me to stay away from drugs. To always buckle my seatbelt. So why do you keep a loaded gun in your drawer? How safe is that? You ask them to follow some safety rules, now they're asking you. In fact, they're counting on you. Never let your gun get into the wrong hands. Remember, always lock it up. Visit ncpc.org. Phone! Does anybody work here? Jeez. Satellite TV, what's the problem? I have a question about my bill. And since you merged with the phone company, I don't know who I'm supposed to call.
0: Well, you should probably call the phone company. I did. They told me to call you. Please call them back and tell them that we told you to call them.
1: They told me you tell me that and told me to call you. Let me transfer you directly to the phone company then. It's time to move on from satellite. For customer service without the runaround, get Spectrum. They transferred him back, sir.
0: We're back continuing our conversation with Long Beach Mayor Robert Garcia in this up close and personal segment. We want to get behind the the psyche of the mayor and try and find out what's what's going on. But just for the record, he was uh, elected, he was AS President here on Long Beach State campus. He was a city councilman in Long Beach and then vice mayor and now uh, two years of being elected mayor. So congratulations on all that service. He's an accomplished educator, and uh, has taught uh, public policy administration at uh, SC, our our neighbor, as well as at Cal State Long Beach. And I know that you uh, have a good relationship with uh, one of our superstars, Craig Smith, on our campus, a former presidential speechwriter, who, by the way, has an article in the new issue of the Straight Talk magazine, which I encourage you to read. Uh, Craig is the author of Confessions of a Professional Speechwriter, a presidential speechwriter. But he he has a guest column where he goes back in all the debates and what to look for in the upcoming debates between Trump and Hillary. And uh, uh, he was there as a speechwriter for President Ford and a consultant. Uh, and I know he helped you in uh, in some of your. Uh, uh, political communications.
1: Absolutely, I, you, Dr. Smith uh, is one of the best. Uh, he's a good friend. We remain very good friends, and he was a professor of mine when I was here as an undergraduate, and has been a mentor of mine uh, ever since. So it's been. A, it's and been a you've long learned
0: time. the lessons well, and here you and are as mayor. Absolutely. Uh, so let me ask: what uh, What surprises these first two years? What What surprised you about what you thought it would be like? versus what it was actually like to be mayor?
1: You know, um, I think the, the, the biggest thing about being mayor is that you, you really uh, gain a sense of constant uh, evaluation of the, of the city and the safety of the city. So I, I, every day I think about how safe is the city, uh, possible issues with, with terrorism and homeland security, uh, and so that is something that you're constantly thinking about. Uh, And you have to. I think it's your role as mayor to always be thinking to make sure the city's safe.
0: And I know the port uh, of Long Beach, together with uh, L.A., which are contiguous, even though they compete, uh, are national security targets. And and I know there's very heavy protection, but uh, uh, that certainly would be on the short list of of terrorists. What are we going to do? That would be a target.
1: Uh, absolutely i mean our, our police department the fbi homeland security the port of long beach we have a a huge effort in operation at the port of long beach as well as across the city the airport uh, we invest a lot of an emergency operation center so uh, domestic security and security of the city is incredibly important it's something we take very very seriously and it's something that um you know it's important but until you're actually in the seat and uh, at the end of the day, the bus stops, stops with too. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I understand that, and it's something we take very seriously.
0: Well, that's good to know, and we hope and pray that uh, uh, those precautions deter any uh, effort to disrupt our city. Um, is life different? Obviously, it's like life is obviously different from you from the day before you were mayor till the day you became mayor. Tell us the difference on a personal basis when you go to shopping in a supermarket assuming you do of course <laughs> uh, and people come up what's it like put us in the shoes of what it's like being the mayor and going through a day
1: or a week I mean I think part of being mayor is you know you do lose some of your privacy and, and some of your uh, personal time and that's just was to be expected uh, and uh, Absolutely, you know, almost any time I'm out at at dinner or uh, out shopping, uh, you know, someone will come up to you and have a request or have something that they want to address. And that's okay. I mean, I I never take take offense to that. I think that uh, it's my job to be mayor and to represent people's views and to help them. And so I always take that very seriously. Uh, and I'm thankful that people feel comfortable coming up to me and talking to me whenever they, whenever they do. So if you're sitting
0: in a restaurant with someone and, and someone comes over, that you don't view that as an intrusion?
1: I don't. Uh, I, I just think, you know, they obviously need help with something. I'm there to represent them. And it's my job to, to try to help them. So I, I don't.
0: The local level is where the, the rubber beats the road. I mean, they're real, if there are real problems, they know who to go to, the mayor, their council person or the mayor. As you go further away, Sacramento, Washington, there seems to me to be less accountability. It's just one man's opinion. Yeah. There seems to be less and less accountability and more indulgence in oration and talk and whatever, and not solving problems. But as a governor or as a mayor, you have to solve a
1: problem. And if you don't, you hear about it. The job of being mayor is you're, I mean, you are a problem solver. And every day we are, we are solving and working on complex problems that face the city, and it's moving an agenda forward, but it's also solving problems that come up. Any government organization is a complex, uh, bureaucratic system that uh, needs innovation, it needs constant care, it needs uh, new ideas, and so we're always trying to solve new problems every day, and we're just, just trying to move the ball down the field to make the city better.
0: And I know you are a tireless advocate an ambassador for the city. You'd never miss an opportunity to promote the city. And and I've said this before publicly, but your enthusiasm I think is infectious on the people who you are leading.
1: Well, thank you. I, I, I love Long Beach. I think this is a great uh, great American city. We have a, so many positive uh, things that are happening and that have happened and great people that live here. I think it's also a very compassionate community. I think it's a community that cares about everybody, including Uh, The poorest of us in in this community, and we have a responsibility to help everybody. And I think that's something that I, I love about this community that people care about each other, and we're striving to kind of lift all boats.
0: Well said. We'll be back with the rest of our show after these messages. Well, Mr. Mayor, it's been an honor to have you on our show, our first show of our 25th year. And uh, we have a minute left. Anything you want to say?
1: Well, I'm, first, I want to congratulate you on 25 years again. I think it's really uh, admirable to have this type of format for uh, folks to come on and talk about the city and the region and the state, and you have all sorts of guests. And so just want to congratulate you and uh, and really uh, everyone involved in the production of this show. I think it's you have a great team. You've had oh, a great you. team for many years. And thank you for uh, promoting the city and just doing a great job with making sure people know what's going on in our community.
0: Thank you. Thank you for that. And thank you guys at home for watching. And please stay with us this whole year. We have some very special events coming up. Thanks for joining us and please be with us next week for the next edition of Straight Talk. Good night, everyone. Straight Talk has been brought to you by the Port of Long Beach, the Press Telegram, and Scan Health Plan. And remember, Straight Talk is viewable 24-7 at straighttalktv.com.